Welcome back to the Eat Me in St. Louis podcast. My name is Nick, and we have a special report today. We're going to be talking about Airly, a locally produced snack with a big mission. But before we do that, uh, let me introduce my other hosts. On my left is Francie. Hello. How are you doing today? Very well. It's a beautiful autumn day in St. Louis. And then to her left is Travis. I am so proud of you for mentioning what we're talking about at, like, at the top of the episode. Because usually you got to get like 10 minutes in. And then we're finally like, oh yeah, we're talking about this place. I know what I'm doing. I'm a professional. <laughs> I mean, I guess like when you click on the episode, you know what we're talking people, yeah, about. Yeah, people usually see the subject before they get into it. But uh, Travis, you just went to Seattle, right? I did. Yeah. Uh, I took some food pictures, which I need to post. They had a local chain there called katsu burger which is like uh it's like a korean inspired like uh they pound flat and bread and lightly fry meat and they make burgers out of that with like slaw and it it was so good and i took pictures and uh we got a lot of great recommendations from our listeners but uh yeah the highlight was this local chain called katsu burger Mm. sounds interesting never heard of that when Travis told me he was going to Seattle, I was like, oh, man, there's this ramen place. It's the best ramen I've ever had. I kept going on. He's like, well, tell me where it is. And I had to look it up because it's been a while since I've been there. Like, I asked my wife, and we're, like, going through our bank statements and trying to find this thing for, like, 45 minutes. I end up going into my Flickr account and finding it's a place that was called Suka and hasn't been around for a few years. And I was like, oh, sorry, Travis, never mind. But Another casualty of the pandemic, I guess. Yeah, I think so. The food highlight of that trip is we went to Pike's Place Market, and Hannah went up to one of the seafood vendors and was like, I want to try the crab. And they were like, like the crab salad? And she's like, no, like the Dungeness crab. And they're like, okay. And she accidentally ordered an entire Dungeness crab, which they steamed and served to (laughs) her. I thought you were going to say it was alive and they just handed it over to her. I thought you were going to say they tossed her a fish. Yeah, She was like, yeah, just want the crab. And then, yeah, we were sitting at like this little counter on uh, like bar stools trying to eat an entire Dungeness crab uh, at like 10 o'clock in the morning because she was like, oh, I'll do this for like my brunch. Uh, Wow. Yeah. It was great. Oh, she let you have some? Yeah. I just don't know if she knew the entirety of what she was getting into Did you get pictures of that process? Yeah, I know Hannah did, so I'll be posting that as well. Um, On a big downer, did you see the news (laughs) about Alaskan snow crabs? Yeah. Yeah. No, tell me. Um, Like one or two billion of them were dead, so they shut down the whole season for it. And apparently in the last, and I saw different reports, but two to four years, they've decreased 80 to 90 percent oh my god that's horrifying population. yeah do they know who's killing these crabs you know that's an interesting point because they think it's probably climate change and that the ocean level rose just a little bit but it was during the season that they're young and it killed off a bunch of them which brings us to today's topic early <laughs> and i mentioned that they have <laughs> nice segue uh. i mentioned they have a big mission and it really is they're literally fighting climate change they're not just trying to have like zero emissions. Um, they're trying to put clean air back into the environment, and I'll get into that a little bit. But they've got four different flavors. We're going to be trying them, not chewing on Mike, Travis. <laughs> um, and then we've got some dips and stuff, so we're just going to be talking about them uh, throughout the episode. But I've never heard of a company that's like, oh, no, we're not going to like go zero emissions. We can actually do better than that which had never crossed my mind until I, this moment. Yeah. 
So they, they, I'll just say, like, right now, like, I don't know a lot about the science here. I'm not a scientist. Shocked. I, yeah. <laughs> but they do what they call carbon farming. So per box, there's 19 grams of CO2 removed from the air and put into the soil that makes it better. And that's the equivalent of 2,700 beach balls worth of fresh air per box. So every box you buy saves our planet. Well, Francie, will you explain carbon farming, please? Since you are a scientist. Exactly. <laughs> uh, what I would like to say is that while you two are going on, I decided to taste one of these crackers. <laughs> and I started with the um, Cheddar Oat Clouds Snack Cracker. It's Nice and crispy, an excellent cheddar flavor. I was pretty skeptical because I'm a Cheez-It fan, and I would say this can stand up to a Cheez-It. Oh, I want to try that too then. Cheez-Its don't do anything for the environment. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, take that, Cheez-Its. Okay, I'm also going to try the cheddar. I've had these in my possession for a few days now, and forced myself to not try them, and even my wife was like, well, can I have some? And I was like, no, you might tell me what you think of them. So I went full... Non-spoiler, like Travis. That's great. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, I, mean, I mean, I was... Kind of, uh, it sounds terrible, but when you hear a company is, like, doing something ethical, I always assume their product won't be as good. <laughs> These are fantastic. It's a good delivery device, too, because I just put a little smoked salmon, cream cheese, mm-hmm. on another cheddar cracker and found it to be a delightful flavor combination. It's a little Cheez-It-esque. Mm-hmm. And I am also a big Cheez-It fan, so... I'm definitely Team Cheez-It and not Team Cheeto. Okay, those are very different products. Well, yeah, but some people love those Cheetos, and it's the puffiness. I don't care for the, the puffy texture. Oh, this is going to blow your mind. They make a crunchy version. I've heard that, but I'm still skeptical. <laughs> you could just crush them all and just have a fine powder. <laughs> Sprinkle it Snort on everything. It. No. <laughs> no, I think this is a little closer to the goldfish, actually. Just Cheez-Its are a little bit oh, more oily. Oh, that's a good observation, yeah. But yeah, yeah all so of these... kids are going to love them, right? Yeah. They should have made them in a cute animal version. Although they are kind of cute. Yeah, they're, they're supposed to be clouds. Little clouds, yeah. 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 kind of looks like the S you drew in middle school, but rounder. Okay, maybe you guys weren't in middle <laughs> school, but... <laughs> no, I skipped straight through there. <laughs> it, but yeah, those are really good. Is that the carbon? Um... <laughs> Yeah, that's the carbon you can taste <laughs> right in it. Man. Okay, I'm going dessert because they also have a salted caramel. Mm. Do you guys say caramel or caramel? I think it depends on what I'm talking about. Me too. It's like Caribbean and Caribbean. Pecan, if there are pirates pecan. involved, it's caramel. Mm-hmm. And otherwise... <laughs> I'm 100% with you, Fancy. So what was the other savory flavor? Mm. That's uh, sea salt, period. Okay. Full stop. It sounded like I was going to keep going. <laughs> yeah. Sea salt. Also, very tasty. These are really nicely crisp. That mm-hmm. carries a lot of weight with me in a cracker. Don't like a chewy cracker. The, the salted caramel would be so good dipped in uh, cake icing. I have uh, one, two, three, four, <laughs> five. Uh, I've got another one in there. Six different <laughs> things to dip here. And Travis, right off the bat, is like, where's my icing? <laughs> Um, we do, however, have a dessert of, um, there's a pumpkin pie. Travis is going in. Travis, do you like pumpkin? Are you a basic bitch? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is pumpkin spice latte season. <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up because I am not a fan of the pumpkin spice, and now we are in the thick of that season, and it's everywhere. Yeah. I'm with you, Travis. You can take this home with you. I'll try it. 
but you think it's better in salted caramel oh, or chocolate? Uh, I'm gonna go chocolate. We actually got our dog pumpkin pie flavored treats, and she because she's also basic. <laughs> mm. That's disgusting. <laughs> what? The pumpkin pie was disgusting. Oh. <laughs> the chocolate was pretty good, but I might have overdone it with a dip. The salted caramel plain still, when I got a whiff of the, the fragrance coming out of the box, I thought it smelled like maple syrup. Mm. And I still think it tastes like maple syrup. Who mixes chocolate with pumpkin pie? Why I, did you think that was the way to go here? They Uh-oh. seemed to go together. All right, here, I'll try the um, salted caramel. Oh, no, I got mixed up. I might be getting the sea salt. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the pumpkin pie hummus. Not a fan. Do not recommend. I like the chocolate better with the pumpkin pie. So of the chocolate or the salted caramel, I would go salted caramel. More chocolate for me, then. I thought it would be like more of a punch, punchy chocolate taste, but it's really subtle. So if like that's what you're looking for, like... It's not that like hardcore cocoa that you get with these crackers. It's more of like a subtle chocolatey taste. You know, they'd probably be really good crushed and turned into a pie crust for the kind of pie that you, that you don't bake, the, like a graham cracker crust. But mm-hmm. not for a pumpkin pie, because those two things don't go together. No, that wouldn't be good. But <laughs> like an ice cream pie. Mm-hmm. With a, with what the, is an ice cream pie? Oh, my God. It's the like most. Baskin Robbins? Or you can That's an ice cream cake. No, oh. they make a pie, too. So you, you crush up a bunch of like usually use like Oreos without the cream filling, but you could use these because there is no cream filling. And then you layer them in your pie tin and then you let some ice cream go soft and you put it in there and then you put it in the freezer. And when you take it out, it's ice cream pie. And then you top it with some hot fudge. There's the whole recipe right there. I've never Trust heard of me, an ice cream pie. No. This is new. It's fabulous. <laughs> okay, everyone, some new idea for your Thanksgiving table. If you're not a fan of pumpkin pie, you can do it with any ice cream flavor you enjoy. Uh, Francie is a dessert expert. She once hosted her very own chocolate party. If you search for Francie on Google, it's the first result is the Francie Futterman chocolate party. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> yes, this was long, long, long ago, and a, a friend and I, we worked together, and we came up with this idea for a party where everything would be chocolate. Everyone you know that we invited would be asked to bring something chocolate, and it could be something that they made, something that they purchased at a bakery or someplace like that, or it could even just be, you know, M&M's. And it was an absolutely fabulous experience. Just a huge dining room table filled with all kinds of chocolate treats. So when you Google her, was this a news article or something? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. This party was so big, it like made the newspaper. <laughs> wow. We did get coverage in the Post-Dispatch, <laughs> along with a reporter and a photographer showed up. Why have you never done this again? We did it for three years back in the day. I don't know. Maybe it should be revived. Heck I think. Yeah. Well, then they changed it to a pumpkin themed. <laughs> Forget about Nobody it. Liked it. Mm. All right, take it under consideration. Do you all carve pumpkins for Halloween? Uh, we do sometimes. We went over to a friend's yesterday, and she had, I think, like eight pumpkins that were all carved on her front porch. And, and you're like, like, "That's enough for yeah. me this year." <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Just looking at them, I was like, "That's a lot of work." Her son had put earrings into some of them and done some accessories and things like that. It was pretty cool. Nice touch. Yeah. I saw a, an approach on the internet where you cut little holes for the eyes and mouth, and then you slather it with peanut butter and uh, 
like bird seed and the squirrels will eat it into like a, this horrifying monster oh, okay. face. Fine. Now that is intriguing <laughs> to me because those squirrels have already caused so much havoc. At least they could give me some entertainment. Finally put them to work for all for the me. flowers they <laughs> ate. So what's your favorite? Have you tried them all? I haven't no. tried the sea salt. Yeah, I'm going in for that right now. I also have homemade hummus here, if you want to try that. Nick did a very nice job on the hummus. Thank you. It's excellent with the with the salted, uh, whatever, the sea salt. I pretty much bought a word, word processor. <laughs> <laughs> huh. I've never heard that method before. <laughs> just, just to make you just write it into existence? Yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah. I'm more of a savory person, and um, I definitely prefer the sea salt the most. Um, um, and then the cheddar. How do you make hummus? Where did you find chickpeas? So you can just get them in cans. Where did you find chickpeas? Travis has never been in a grocery store before. <laughs> well, I went down sh- the aisle and all they had was garbanzo beans. <laughs> yeah. I've just never shopped for chickpeas. I didn't know you could just find them. Yeah, they have You them. don't even have to go to a specialty market like Jay's International. You can just go into a schnooks. A schnooks where you can find Airly. I was going to ask, <laughs> like, where can you find Airly? <laughs> um, so yeah, these are available at schnooks. And there's another grocery store, uh, Fresh Time, um, right now. And you can also order them through their website. They retail between about 3 and $5. They're a pretty new company, but I've been seeing advertising for them on Instagram. The key is they're a St. Louis company. Yes. So, you know, we're St. Louis food podcast. Mm-hmm. It feels like this is in line with our mission. Yeah. When we have our annual leadership summit and we talk about our mission statement, this feels like it fits in. Yeah. Um, we should also say we're not being paid for this. We got <laughs> hooked up with this because some of our friends have friends over at Airly, and they asked us if we would like to talk about it on the podcast, and we just decided to do a whole episode because it seemed like a pretty cool thing with the whole climate change and all of that. The, the name of the company that's distributing these crackers is Bright Future Foods. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you got to feel good about a company with a name like that, right? Yeah. And there are offices on Hanley Road, so very local. But you can check them out at airlyfoods.com. It's A-I-R-L-Y-F-O-O-D-S.com. I really like how they do it in beach balls. It's just like such a tangible way to picture yeah. the amount of fresh air that they produce with every box. Yeah, that is good visual. Yeah. Travis has 17,000 beach balls at his house. So he's like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Fill them up. I'm offsetting all of the improvements they're making with the plastic beach balls. <laughs> All right, I don't so even go to the beach. <laughs> Travis, you ranked your preference. and Did you rank your preference? Yeah, I went sea salt, cheddar, chocolate. You're, I'm not a big caramel fan. The salted caramel is my favorite. Interesting. Well, so, yeah, I, I would go cheddar, sea salt, chocolate, caramel. And it's only because I would like the chocolatey ones to be as chocolatey as the cheddar <laughs> ones are cheddary. <laughs> They're good. But if you're really wanting a heavy hit of chocolate, this is probably not the place you're going to get it. But they are tasty. I feel like some people don't like the like big chocolate punch, you know? I, I know that that's not you, Francie. <laughs> Francie's but... <just> offended <laughs> by that. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's great for people that are like, I like the subtle chocolate flavors. And you get that in like some of the other like dessert crackers. Like... Um, uh, did you ever try those Oreo when they made Oreo into like snacks that you could take and they were like flat? No. They were like Oreo crisps or something like that. Oh, I vaguely remember seeing that. They had the more like subtle chocolate flavor like oh. this. So. so is the calorie count the same on all of these? 
Uh, it's one thirty or one forty for okay. a serving, which this... I like because I always like to grab like a handful. You get nineteen pieces, which is actually like a pretty decent that's serving size. A good serving size. Yeah, and it's only like one hundred and thirty calories. So that's my big problem with like chips. Or I love Dots pretzels, but man, you get like five dots pretzels in a serving size i'm looking at the ingredient list right now and there isn't any weird fake mystery chemical sounding stuff in there it's all good stuff yeah. it's uh, non-gmo and doesn't include artificial flavors colors gums or starches 10 to 12 grams of whole grain and five grams or less of sugar and no nuts no nuts however if you have a gluten issue, these are not for you either. Even though the, the first ingredient is oats, oat flour, there's still wheat flour in here. They can't do everything, Francie. Come on. Oh, surely they can solve all the world's problems <laughs> in a cracker. These would be great for airplanes, like to take on, mm -hmm. because they don't have nuts in them. And, and they're like, called Airly. Oh, yeah. my God. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what they've been angling for this <laughs> I, whole time. I, I love Genius. Travis sighed and rolled his eyes, and Francie got excited. <laughs> I know my audience is here. <laughs> <laughs> no, they're just like, they have these sample sizes uh, of the chocolate ones that they gave us. And they're like the perfect little size to like stick in a purse or like the cargo pocket of your shorts that my wife hates and um, <laughs> take them on an airplane with you. <laughs> yeah. Nothing um, like crushing a packet of crackers in your shorts. <laughs> the last time we flew, we came back with a purse full of snacks because we weren't eating them, but Angie kept adding them mm. to the bag. So it was like when we were at the hotel and the, the plane and I mean, you already paid for them. So yeah. she's a wise woman though, because if something went wrong and you got stranded, yeah. there is it's as bad as it is to be stranded because your flights canceled or there's mechanical problems or weather or whatever to be stranded and hungry is, <laughs> is tragic. If you're in a lost situation, you're just going to watch everyone around you starve while you're like, I'm glad I hoarded these. And we're going to go to the other side of the island and <laughs> live for years off of her. You her develop snacks. an advanced civilization because you saved those <laughs> snack crackers. No, they'd be good for like kids' lunches too. Because like, I feel like these flavors are actually pretty kid friendly. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't know. I. I'm usually eating more refined adult snacks. And that is what you're known for. <laughs> refined adult snacks. They're just different. You never get like salted caramel crackers. Mm -hmm. Like that's a really unique flavor. I really wonder if they're going to like, they're planning to expand into more like interesting flavors like that in the future. Ooh, a sour cream and onion would be good. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Think of all the money you'd save on dip. <laughs> oh, we do have a garlic and herb cheese here if you'd like to try that Ooh, too. Ooh, yeah, I'm gonna try that the on the. Bell. I'm gonna try that on the sea salt. That sounds like. Oh, it'd try be it a on the caramel. Pair. No. <laughs> <laughs> we did get some suggested pairings also. Ooh. They said the hummus, traditional savory hummus, pairs excellent with a sea salt flavor. I did try that. It was I good. would concur. They suggested dessert hummus, pumpkin pie with the sea salt. And chocolate. <laughs> okay. I'm right, Travis. <laughs> um, they suggested a buffalo chicken dip, which we also have here with the what? cheddar or sea salt crackers. Man, Travis is my food nemesis. I mean, I've known this ever since we started the podcast, but I'm also not a big buffalo fan. That's what makes us a good pairing on the podcast. I'm not a big buffalo fan either, but I'm going to do it for the sake of science and mm -hmm. try this sea salt. They make one it. of these that's a uh, deep fried pickle dip. 
and it tastes like deep fried pickles. Not early. No, not no. early. Not yet. Dean's evidently. I have to say, I'm still not a fan of the buffalo wing dip. Is not a plus for me. I'd rather have a naked sea salt cracker. Mm-hmm. For me, buffalo wings are just an excuse to dip into blue cheese. The laughing cow was really good with the sea salt. Good oh, idea, okay. Nick. Trying mm-hmm. that now. Okay, I still think my favorite pairing is the cheddar with the smoked salmon cream cheese. Yeah, I'd never had the smoked salmon cream cheese before. It is really good. That buffalo dip's just okay. I think that's the big problem. Mm. We have a substandard buffalo dip. Thanks a lot, Nick. (laughs) It's Dean's. You know, Dean's is known to have a good dip. Who would have thought? Their fried pickle was excellent. And what do you consume with, with that? Just a normal potato chip or so tortilla chip? And uh, when you're done with that, what dips did you bring? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I like to dip flat pretzels in it. Uh, there's also, yeah, you can dip like a regular chip into it or even like wheat thins oh, in yeah. there. Have you tried it as a sandwich spread, like in place of mayonnaise or mustard? No, but that's a great like idea. With, you know. Yeah. Some it's just kind of like deli. deli. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Huh. Uh, I actually thought about uh, getting Jack Salsa. I actually looked for it. Really? Yeah. Hmm. No, uh, I was trying to think of like local St. Louis dips that I could bring and we could talk about, but instead I brought nothing. Well, I know they (laughs) exist. The second best thing. (laughs) There are two guys, I think it's just called Two Men in a Garden, Hmm. who have a a salsa that they sell at the Tower Grove Farmer's Market. Um, I... I feel like I go to the farmer's market and like what we like has expanded, but we can't like get away from the staples that we used to like. So now every trip to the farmer's market is like we bring a million things home. Mm. It was a good day at the market yesterday, actually. Oh, did you go? Late, I was there too. Late summer, early fall stuff is still, I mean, I still got a, a container of sun gold tomatoes, which I did not expect to see in October. But I did post about the Italian soda from the farmer's market have you had one of those italian sodas i have not it is they're incredible like they are really good ah. and like you won't find anything like them anywhere else like it it's really uh i was just completely impressed when i had their sodas i'm gonna try to find the place so is an italian soda a product that's already like in a bottle or a can and it's called italian soda or it's you're combining ingredients to make an italian soda like a fountain order. I think it's a fountain order. Uh, no. no, like you combine ingredients. Like they make, no. they have the uh, syrups there, and they like build your Italian soda, like That's, right in front of you. That was kind of what we meant. That yeah. it's not already uh, like a thing. It's yeah. Like, yeah. I, I, sorry, I thought you meant fountain, as in like you put it up to a nozzle and it spits out your Italian soda. Oh, but okay. Yeah. yeah, they, uh, they make it like right there in front of you at the farmers market. Um, it's a Cremosa Italian sodas. What flavors uh, did you get? Uh, they always have like really f- fresh flavors. So they'll have like a blackberry and basil or like oh, wow. something mm. like that. And I think their flavors do change like quite a bit. Uh, so they always have a menu board and they always have like really fresh, interesting uh, flavors. They probably have pumpkin right now. I don't think oh. they did. <laughs> All right. That's no. a vote in their favor. <laughs> <laughs> did I tell you guys where I'm going to be for Halloween? No. I'm going to Disney World. What? What? Yeah. Um, the last time I went to Disney World, I kicked off a global pandemic. 
So, oh, I remember uh, that. Oh, yeah, that was you. I forgot. <laughs> so this will either put a nice bow on COVID uh, or... Are you going to end it this time? Uh, hopefully. Cool. Uh, or I will bring upon some other Play round of the one. apocalypse. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So are you going to be dressed in costume at Disneyland World? Disney World? Uh, probably not. Uh, Angie and I just had our fifth anniversary, and I did like this little kind of game where she found these different things that had letters on them and it spelled something we've been playing a lot of wordle lately so i went with this oh that's cute and so she's um trying to assemble what the letters are and she's like oh god do we have to go to disney world (laughs) 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 and i thought that was hilarious because we have some friends that just got back drew and ashley from there and they love talking about disney world and we're just like ugh we're so sick of disney world (laughs) So do we want to do final thoughts? And we'll... Yeah. So I would say I was a little skeptical because I've been seeing some ads recently, and I like their logo. It's attractive. But I was afraid they were going to be puffy crackers, which, as I mentioned, that I am not a fan of that puffy Cheetos texture. But in fact... She hates the dragon, too. Puff the magic dragon is okay. Um, For all our listeners in their 70s out there. <laughs> Crackers. Didn't they remake a CG version of that that nobody saw? Okay, you're right. You're right. Probably. Yeah. Anyway, they're, they've, they're thin and they're crisp and they've got a really nice snap when you bite into it or break it. And I would definitely give these a thumbs up. I was pleasantly surprised. I, and this is my own bias, but whenever I hear a company's like major goal is not to just make good food, like their ma- primary goal is like, we're going to help the environment through these crackers. It's like, Oh, what a great company, and those are going to be terrible. (laughs) (laughs) But these are really good. And like you, Francie, I thought they were going to be puffy. They're great for dips. So, Nick, thank you very much for bringing the dips because Mm -hmm. they really add to them. I also just started mixing the crackers, which I didn't think to do before. Oh, shit. But, like, chocolate and sea salt, super good because I love, like, salt and chocolate. So I think these are great for, like, a variety of different situations. I love the calorie count per serving you get because that's like really generous and that's also hard to find right now. So I, they, I want to stress they gave us free range and they were like, if you hate these things, you can talk about how much you hate them. And I don't. I really like them. <laughs> and I will probably be getting some for our house because like they are, are really solid and it's great to see stuff like this coming out of St. Louis. Mm-hmm. One thing I don't think we mentioned was, you know, we've talked about how their farming process puts clean air back into the environment, but they also add to that where they invest in other agricultural and forestry projects by purchasing carbon credits, and they're looking for other ways to help. It's their mission, you know? Yeah. Francie, could you explain carbon credits, please? I don't really have anything good to say about carbon credits because I think it's a weird thing that a a company like Exxon can be a huge polluter, but then they throw some money at carbon credits as though that's going to absolve them. And I know that's not what this company is doing, so I don't want to tar them with the same brush. But I think carbon credits are, I don't know. A little dicey. A little questionable. Yeah. Is it back in the day when the Catholic Church, you could pay your sins away? It is kind of like that. All right. Uh, is there anyone we want to shit on besides the Catholic Church? And Exxon. And Exxon. Um, but yeah, these oh, are Did are we want good. to say anything about Costco? Um, <laughs> Why? 
started talking about it beforehand and i was like save it for the podcast and then at the very end we were wrapping up um but yeah there is a new costco coming here on olive and there's a lot of hype around it and uh and they're going crazy because i'm seeing these Costco people on street corners all yeah. over the city. In the five-minute drive from my house to where the Costco is going to be, there's probably four of those stands with people waving people down. And there's one within walking distance from me. So I walked over and asked a few questions, and they got really aggressive with the sales pitch. And, you know, we got three different types of levels that you can do, and everybody just goes with the third one. You should probably get the third one. That's what everybody does. I thought you were going to say they got really angry. <laughs> it's just like, it was well, a little angry. Yeah. I was like, I'm going to come back later. And he's like, no, you're not put me in a headlock and um and yeah travis mentioned that they have these weird things that'll pop up every once in a while where like there's some costco that has a thirty-eight thousand dollar bottle of whiskey in it and oh no it was a seventy thousand dollar bottle seventy thousand but it was a two-pack oh. <laughs> i saw that and then i saw somewhere else that somebody looked it up and the retail price of it was like fifty thousand and well there you go like still gonna, a deal yeah <laughs> It's a steal at that price. You'd be crazy, <laughs> You'd be not, crazy to buy it. not to buy it. <laughs> All right. So thank you, Airly, for sending us these snacks and giving us a chance to try them. Please let us know if you like this. This is a new thing that we're trying. And, you know, this is kind of our way to branch out as well and see, is this something that people are interested in hearing about is not just the restaurants they can go to, but also what they can find on their shelves to support St. Louis companies. So let us know. And um, remember to support your local restaurants and support your local products. I also want to thank our friends, McKinsey and Sarah, for connecting us with Airly. And uh, McKinsey, tell Matt I said hi. 